Welcome into College Gridiron. I am Danny Scott. I am here with my two good buddies, Sam Davis and Tyler Who. You know, guys, last weekend of regular season college football, it's a little bittersweet going on right now because we got bowl season, championship weekend approaching. But, you know, last last regular season games, it's a great slate. Can't wait to get into it. How are you guys doing? Um, Danny, I'm doing great. And it is a little bittersweet, but overall, I'm going to say this. I think this college football Saturday compared to Thanksgiving Thursday for the NFL, I got to give the edge to college football. There's some really good games on tap, rivalry weekend, some games I'm very much excited to watch. It's a great weekend for college football. Playoff implications as well, which is incredibly important. Makes each game feel a little bit more meaningful down the stretch here. Super excited to just relax, enjoy the vacation, sit down on my couch, and just watch some football. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't wait for this uh, for this week end of college football. It's the last regular season weekend, which is really sad. It's really bittersweet, as you said. But it's great. It's been a phenomenal regular season, to say the least. I mean, we've seen so many ups and downs. And we've seen, like, there's only really been one constant at the time for the top for the most part. It's Georgia at the top. But even then, it's been a wild regular season, a lot of changes, a lot of movement. And, yeah, Sam, you said, like, I'd rather be watching college football this weekend than regular uh, Thursday Thanksgiving football. Realistically, we're all going to watch all, both. We're going to watch both. Of course. But you can't tell me you'd rather watch Jared Goff throw five-yard ducks to the I defender. Playing. Against yeah. against Andy Dalton. Against yeah. Andy Dalton, yeah. Uh, that's ex- that's not exactly <laughs> fun compared to C.J. Stroud dropping six touchdowns on this Michigan mm. defense that we're about to see. Mm. It's going to be a phenomenal weekend for college football. We got a ton of rivalry games, as Sam said, um, and and I can't wait to get into it with you guys. You know, besides besides yeah. Georgia being at the top, the only other consistent thing this year has been absolute chaos. Yeah. We've seen so many upsets. We've seen teams in it, out of it, yeah. back in it, and then back out of it. I mean, for this, crying out loud, we saw Clemson starting the season off at three. Now they're unranked. Yeah, this season has been insane. Uh, let's let's get straight into chaos today. Number three, Oregon loses to twenty three Utah, thirty eight to seven. This game eliminates the Pac twelve from all playoff contention. The ACC is done too with Wake Forest losing. Utah looked really good, really good defensively. They get three sacks, six tackles for loss. Special teams get a punt return touchdown. You know, I really, really liked what Utah did in this game. Uh, but I want to hear what you guys have to say before I finish up with my stuff. Sam, you're up. Yeah, I think with uh, with Utah, like you said, Danny, right there, I was really impressed with their defense as well. I was very much impressed with the way that they played defense. Special teams also, they had a big-time blocked uh, field goal and then, of course, returned a punt for a touchdown right at halftime. That basically won the game for them there, and I hate to say that with a whole half of football left with the number three team in the nation. It was over. But at that point, it was essentially over, especially with that Utah crowd, which was unbelievable. I mean, give credit to to their fans. The largest crowd they've ever had, I believe. And it was – you could hear them. You really could. It was unbelievably loud. But for me, if you're the number three team in the nation – you have to beat good teams, mm-hmm. and occasionally you have to beat them on the road. And, and Oregon did not do that. And to me, that shows that Oregon did not belong in the conversation for the playoff at this very point. They beat Ohio State at the beginning of the year. Ohio State, obviously, like we all know, is a much different team now than they were early on in the year. And Oregon, since then, you can talk about the Pac-12 and point to it being rather weak. Obviously, we said there's not going to be a team making the playoff out of the Pac-12 with everyone having two losses at the very least now. Utah is a good team, so I want to give credit to them. 
But for me, this kind of shows that maybe Oregon wasn't the right team for that number three spot. I think that's obvious as of now. And overall, I guess I was very impressed with Utah, so I don't want to take anything away from them, especially the way that they play defense. But I think Oregon, I think everything works out for a reason. We've seen a ton of teams go down, a ton of upsets like this. But for me, I I really do agree. I didn't really see Oregon as a team deserving fully to be in the college football playoff. If they beat Utah on the road, maybe you give them that nod. You probably do. I'm sure the committee does. But they obviously weren't able to do it. And good teams beat decent teams at least on the road. And and Oregon could not do that in this one. And great teams need to beat everyone. Exactly. And Oregon did not do that. Oregon is neither of those. Oregon is a decent team that was... Sure, they're ranked third, but yeah, there's a reason Utah came to this game favored. Home favorites came in hungry, came in angry, ready to spoil some seasons. Ready to mess some stuff up right there. And Utah, when I say that was the perfect game plan, Utah had the perfect game plan. Run away from Kayvon Thibodeau, the best player on the field at all times. Literally cut him out of the game plan completely. And Utah ran for 208 yards and four rushing touchdowns. Just absolutely dominant. And when I say, yeah, the the punt return touchdown, like there was literally yeah. no chance. The, the second half didn't matter. We yeah. knew we knew Utah had that game in the bag. Do you know how deflating it is to give up a punt return touchdown right before halftime? Up down twenty one nothing and you give up a seventy eight yard punt return for a touchdown. That's yeah. unbelievable. Um Oregon, yeah, good season. I mean success I wouldn't I don't know how to dis- define it. I mean, they're out of the playoff now. I wouldn't say successful. It sucks for them, but yeah, they were never they were never like the better team at all. All game. Yeah. All game. Utah came out hot and didn't let up. Um the Pac twelve, yet again, proves why it's the weakest of the power five conferences. Um and yeah, I, I mean I'm glad Cincinnati's back in the race now. Yeah, I'll tell that, you that. That's one that's one big takeaway as well, is that I think it gives Cincinnati an opportunity that you have yeah. to you know, we were sitting here talking about how Cincinnati deserved a shot. Yeah. And it was going to take somebody losing above them to get that. And I'm glad. I, I am glad that they are at least in position to get that spot as long as they win out. Yeah, they deserved it. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get into Cincinnati in a couple minutes. Yep. But uh, just, just going back to this game, the only, the, the only other thing I have to add that you guys didn't mention, yeah. Utah time of possession. Ooh. 35 minutes and 27 seconds to Oregon's 24 <laughs> minutes and 33 seconds. That's a winning formula. They had the ball for 11 minutes longer. They kept Oregon's offense off the field. They controlled the pace on defense. They controlled the pace on offense. I mean, out of every game this year, maybe besides the one that we're going to talk about in a couple minutes, this is one of the most dominant, just all-around dominating performances that I have seen all year. And that's why you leave no doubt in your mind that Oregon simply did not belong in the conversation because it's not like they lost a a game late and it was close and it, you know, maybe you could say, okay, they, you know, they would have won this game at home or something like that. They got packed up. They got packed up. Yeah. They they got absolutely, they got killed. So it was no, yeah. They they looked like they shouldn't have even been in the same class. Shouldn't have been in the top 25. It looked like. Oregon was the number three (laughs) team in the country. Exactly. I mean, like it was, it was, yeah, it was not even close from the beginning. Um, guys that I would like to point out, Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from uh, from Utah. I, th- I think I texted you, Danny, about this. He played himself into the first round. Number zero, he was flying all over the field, just making plays after plays after plays. He was impressive. Um, another little tidbit that I had that came out of this game that I found out mid-game, the Sewell brothers, there's three yes. Sewell brothers. 
Obviously, Panay in the NFL for the Lions right now, stud tackle. And then on defense, Noah Sewell for Oregon yeah. playing against Nafai Sewell of Utah. That's kind of cool. That's yeah. kind of a cool little tidbit that I found out. Yeah, well, I mean, college football is a brotherhood. What, yeah, it really either, is. Way, either way you shake it up, whether it's your actual brothers or, or your brothers on the field. But uh, let's transition into another almost spoiler. Oh, yeah. Number two, Alabama. Against number 21, Arkansas, 42-35. Bryce Young, incredible, incredible performance. The only reason why Bryce Young isn't being talked about more this week is because of what C.J. Stroud did in in one half. Mm -hmm. Um, But Bryce Young, 559 passing yards, five touchdowns, 31 for 40, shatters the Alabama school record. I mean, it was a great game. One thing I wanted to point out, Tyler, I know you love Love, love, love the Ohio State receivers. But Alabama yeah. has a couple of really good ones, oh, too. Oh, phenomenal. John Mechie, 10 receptions, 173 yards, and a touchdown. And that got overshadowed by Jamison Williams. He's filthy. Who had 190 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, listen, Ohio State has to be looking at Jamison Williams as the one that got away. He's that's I mean, like, transferring away from Ohio State and just going to Bama and just dominating, playing himself. That He's unbelievable. I have no words. Yeah, but uh, anyways, Alabama sneaks by the skin of their teeth. They figure out a win. I don't know if they stay number two. They're not number two in my rankings anymore. No, we'll talk about that in a out. few minutes. But uh, Tyler, your thoughts on this one? Um, first of all, I just want to say Sam Pittman, coach of Arkansas, and Matt or whoever the spe- that's the head coach, but whoever the special teams coach, massive, massive cojones. Call that fa- call that fake field goal to score a touchdown. Oh my yeah. god. When I say I've never been more shocked in my life, that was the greatest play call ever. Like, come on. That was a phenomenal game. Arkansas, I had this game being like not close, but like not a bl- not a complete blowout where it was like uh Ohio State, Michigan State. So Arkansas is a better a pretty good team. Arkansas really explosive offense. You saw KJ Jefferson's a stud quarterback. And Traylon Burks had eight catches for 179 yards and two touchdowns. He's one of the best receivers in the nation. See, this is a phenomenal game. Um this yeah, Bama team, we've seen the well last week they played against New Mexico State. Come on. But yeah. the week before they yes. played LSU, yes, they yes, looked yes, very yes. flawed. They yep. look very flawed. They um they need to step up or uh, they will lose either to Auburn or to Georgia. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. This is uh, not going to look good for Bama. They got to step their uh, step up big time or it's going to get ugly. Yeah, that's my big takeaway from this as well. I, I think Arkansas is a good team. I think they've mm-hmm. obviously been high above expectations heading into this season. And from the jump, they've looked like a good team. Uh, from, right. from when they played Texas A&M early in the year, they had a couple nice wins. You know, obviously, the, the season didn't go exactly how they planned, obviously losing a couple games here and there. But I think they showed in this one how they can contend with the best in the SEC, and they did that against Alabama. But for me, that's not really the story. It's exactly right. what you just said, Tyler. It's, it's Alabama not being able to put teams away. And in years past, you have seen them been able to beat up on those lower teams in the SEC, yeah. like LSU is a perfect example. In yeah, the past. this is a weak LSU team. You should with a terrible quarterback in Max yeah. Johnson. No offense to the kid, but like, and, he's and not it's, good. And it's a close game, right? And that shows to me a lot about Alabama, how they just aren't at that level that we're so used to seeing them this season. And that's obviously played out with Georgia being number one and and really being undefeated. Obviously, we'll see how they match up. In the SEC championship. I got something to point out before you get to Danny. This is the, one of the weakest Alabama defenses we've seen in a while. Yeah. That. Yeah. Bama, remember um, when we were kids, Bama used to be like the strongest yeah. defense, 
perennially like Every the strongest year. defense in the it just guzzling out NFL talent. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very weak Alabama defense compared to past years. They're, they're, I mean, it's changed the narrative of Alabama football completely. Yeah, and, and Bryce Young is doing the best he can, obviously. Yeah, he put the team on his back. <laughs> exactly, with five touchdowns. But um, when, you have a, when you have a defense not really living up to their hype and doing their thing, I, it creates a lot of pressure on the offensive side of the ball as well. And when you're facing a defense like the Georgia Bulldogs mm. in a couple of weeks, that is not going to be as easy to, to tear the, the defense apart for five touchdowns. So for me, I mean, I want to see, and we'll talk about Alabama-Auburn in a little while, I want to see Alabama play in the SEC championship because I want to see what this team is made of. I really do. I want to see if the LSU game, even this game, being close is more of a fluke or if it's more of this is actually how good this team is. I'm more thinking this is how good this team is. But I don't know. I think that matchup against Georgia will be incredible. That's why I hope they get there um, and obviously get past Auburn. But for me, that's the biggest takeaway from this is Alabama this year just seems different than they normally are. Yeah, so one of my biggest takeaways, Alabama also, besides their defense, is known for having great offensive lines. Oh, yeah. Alabama this year has allowed Bryce Young to be sacked 26 times. Wow, that's and, a lot. And if you've been paying attention to college football, you know Notre Dame this year has one of the worst offensive lines they've ever had. They've really? let Jack Cohn get sacked 28 times. That is so un-Notre Dame-like. It's crazy. It, yeah. It's so un-both of them-like. Yeah. yeah. But if Alabama wants any chance of beating Georgia, they cannot let Bryce Young get get sacked 10 times that because Georgia that's that's defense. what I'm thinking is going to happen in that, that SEC championship. That Georgia defense and that phenomenal. D-line. Oof, Jordan scary. Davis up the middle. Yeah. You got uh, N'Kobe Dean at linebacker and like the edge. I mean, Unreal. just picture yourself as a quarterback and yeah. Jordan Davis is running at you. Probably <laughs> that's, very that's quickly. A, that, yeah. Picture, that's picture a, that's your, nightmare. Yeah. That's terrifying. That is nightmare. Picture, that is, right there. Pi- I'm just picturing myself as a center snapping the ball. Jordan Davis yes. just runs L- me looking over. Looking up, and you have to block that. Yeah. Six, like what, yeah. six, seven, three, forty-five, yeah. three, fifty. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a that's a man's man. That's a test. Yeah. That's a test for sure. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, Alabama, couple offensive line issues. Got to figure it out. Got to figure out how to be more consistent on the defensive side of the ball. But uh, overall, I mean, I still think this is a very good football team. Yeah, like and it's you a guys good have win. both it's, said, it, 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 is it is a good, good win. win. It's a quality no, win. Arkansas it's a top is a good twenty-five team. team. Could yeah. be more convincing, but a quality one, no, yeah. nonetheless. But uh, let's let's move on to what was a great win. Oh, oh, to say the least. To 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 put it to put it kindly. Yeah, it's about as this, good of a win as you was, could ever have. I, this I was know. obliteration, yeah. and I will give props to Mr. Tyler Who over here who has been riding the Buckeyes bandwagon for a little while now. Number mm-hmm. four, Ohio State. Michigan State, number seven, gets dominated. 56-7. to seven. Um, Ohio State had 655 yards of total offense. Yeah. And I'll let Tyler talk about, talk about his boy C.J. Stroud. But great <laughs> game for C.J. Stroud. Three wide receivers with over a hundred yards. Before uh, before Tyler starts going nuts, Mister Wikipedia over here, I'll let I'll let <laughs> Sam get his uh, get his takes in. I'll let yeah, I'll let Tyler kind of think about what he has to say oh, here. Yeah. Think about how much think. he has to praise the Buckeyes here. But for me, I mean, obviously, this game. <laughs> I, I never thought I would be shutting this game off at halftime. I never thought that. I mean, I thought like obviously, I think Ohio State wins this game. I think they win fairly easily, but I did not think this game was going to get out of hand as quickly 
as it did. I mean, Stroud was unbelievable, just picking apart the defense of Michigan State. They had nothing. They had absolutely nothing against this Ohio State Buckeyes offense, and it showed very early on. And then meanwhile, also the Ohio State defense did a tremendous job stopping anything from the Spartans, and it was just pure domination, and it allows Ohio State to take the second half, maybe even the second quarter on, and think about Michigan, and think about their game obviously coming up this week. So for me, I just I was overall unbelievably impressed with Ohio State. I'm sure the committee will be very impressed with Ohio State as well. This is about as, like you said, Danny, this is about as big of a win as you can get. It's a big-time game between a top-10 team. Not only do you beat them, but you you absolutely kill them. And that is important in college football. Like, in, in the NFL, a win's a win, right? But in college football with the committee, obviously winning and how you win matters. And they showed that they are not just the better team. They are unbelievably, by a lot, the better team here. Like I said, this was just pure, pure domination. This is This is you wake up the next day and you're you feel so incredibly good about yourself and if you're michigan state you are in the dark days now yes i feel bad for mel tucker before before tyler starts talking about uh ohio state one thing i want to point out i've been very high on kenneth walker all year after that michigan game (laughs) six carries 25 yards you know uh mel tucker said he was banged up coming into the game didn't really get the touches so not saying that makes a difference in the game because uh, Ohio State just looked like a completely – it was like an NFL team playing a college team. That's that's what it looked like to me. But, uh, you know, not having a Heisman candidate does not help if you're Michigan State. But uh, I'll let Tyler talk about his Heisman. Uh, yeah, y'all called me crazy when I said Ohio State was the best team in the nation like five, six weeks ago when they were number fifth in the power – in the um, – Playoff ranking. I think I was on that podcast too. Yeah, uh, and I don't. I'm. I don't know if I'm still ready to say they're the best. I team think they're. I think it's not like I don't think Georgia's touching this team. But look, I'll tell you this right now. Not touching what, them. Listen, so, I, I'm that. So com- I'm I, very confident. I had this. I had this stat saved for later. This this was <laughs> yeah. gonna be. This was gonna be my. He uh, knew Tyler was gonna stat. come out with this. So, but uh, he was prepared. Okay, Go Georgia. Ahead. Yeah. Do you know what their score differential is? What. Plus three hundred and fifty-seven. Yeah, they've allowed under a hundred points in the, on in the, the SEC. Ge- in the SEC, Georgia ain't they, faced they Ohio are State yet. Four hundred and forty to eighty-three. Who's Georgia faced anyway? Like, I mean, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about them later. We'll get, talk about get, them later, but like, start start talking about let's, your let's, uh, your let's, children. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Let's start with um. CJ Stroud. When you throw uh, more touchdowns and completions, you're pretty good at football. I'll tell you that right now. He's a Heisman favorite to me. He's phenomenal. You got the best receiving core in college football, a stacked offensive line. And when I said, why I said this Ohio State team was the best team in the nation, their offense was already good. We all know this. They're all-world yes. offense. Yep. They switched defensive play callers after the Tulsa game. Yep. Their defense turned it on, like they turned it on to a T. Like they went crazy down the stretch now. Look look at what they did to Michigan State. Kenneth Walker, when you're the Heisman and favorite or Heisman like major competitor, you held to 25 yards. You get held to 29 all-purpose yards. That's pretty pathetic. I mean, sure, he might have been banged up, but come on. Like, this Ohio State team put them in a body bag. Peyton Thor went 14 of 36 uh, completion percent. Like, just ridiculous. Like, I'm, like I knew this offense was going to do their thing. But what I'm most impressed about is their defense, honestly. I'm so impressed by what the uh, Ohio State defense has done. They've taken massive strides, leaps and bounds. They've t- they t- held themselves accountable for what happened early in the season against Oregon. 
and turned it up to a T. This is the most I said this is the most complete team in college football. There's a reason why I thought that would they would be, end up as the best team in college football around the table maybe 6 weeks or 5 6 weeks ago. People call me crazy. They still might call me crazy cuz I mean Georgia's a really good football team, so is Alabama, so is Cincinnati. I just don't see any team touching Ohio State down the stretch and Michigan better be scared because Ohio State is going to blow them out by 30 to that this week. I I am I'm kind of on that same level too. Yeah. I I think I think Ohio State is going to dominate Michigan, but yeah. but we'll talk about that in a bit. But just going back to it, I mean CJ Stroud 32 for 35, 432 passing yards, six touchdowns in the first half. He's a freshman. That dude. is, don't forget that he's a freshman. A red, a red shirt redshirt freshman. freshman. They, still, they made still. that. They made that very clear. Very he clear. is a red shirt freshman. Okay, so we'll see him in the draft but, uh, next year. In in one half, that that's an incredible game. Yeah, that's an incredible game, mm-hmm. and he he does it in two quarters. They're up 49 to zero at the <laughs> halftime, and then they scored what. One touchdown in the second half. They put the yeah exactly. They put their backups yeah, and scored I mean, a touchdown. Like, this game, like imagine if you keep your starters in all day, that this would be maybe a hundred points. I just want to say Michigan State <laughs> covered second half. I, that's what I'm thinking. Michigan State seven <laughs> seven tie game. You can take yeah. something from that if you're Michigan State. No, but, I don't uh, think so. Yeah, not really. I don't think you can <laughs> I don't either. Think you can take anything from this. I mean, Michigan State versus Ohio State JV team. You still tied. That's how bad it was. Yeah, that is that is tough. But anyways, three wide receivers over a hundred yards. Alave gets one forty, two touchdowns. Wilson one twenty six, two touchdowns. Smith and Jigba two or one oh five and two touchdowns. I mean, if you got three of your receivers yeah. combining for over three hundred yards, yeah. over three fifty, that's a great great day for um, Ohio State. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> quick, quick ones, just just to mention them. Cincinnati, number five team in the country, Dominant dominates SMU. I mean that that seemed to be a theme this weekend. If you're a good team, you're going to dominate. Yeah, I mean, like I, I remember um, in the past couple episodes, we're like, I think you, Danny, were a little bit worried about Cincinnati being like. I was, right. I was starting to get a little nervous. Yeah. They had a couple of of closer calls. I'll and, say this right. And now. as a Notre Dame fan, I needed Cincinnati to yeah. dominate, and they they just. They weren't looking dominant, but boy, am I proud of the boys after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this right now: Cincinnati looked like they're they look like they're bored the past couple of weeks. They turned it up. They knew that they had a massive opponent. This is the biggest opponent since uh, the L's, uh, that Notre Dame game. Yeah, that says a lot. And they turned up. They, I mean, but... they, I know, but they scored forty eight straight points. No, and no, then yeah. It's it's unreal what they did. This Cincinnati team is very good. Obviously, you know how high I am. Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean the thing with yeah. Cincinnati is they need to, they they have to blow out teams. They can't and just they did. Win. They yeah, did, and, and that they that's that's perfect. That's exactly what fashion. they need to do. They need to keep doing that as long as the season remains for the next they, couple of weeks. They have needed to do it for a while now, yeah. and but yeah. I mean yeah. I'm glad I'm glad they figured it, it a, out. It was now. a good week to do it too, though. Oh, yes. Obviously, huge week. It was yeah. it was it a just, great week to figure it out. With Oregon losing, it just kind of worked out well. Where they this could not have been better for Cincinnati. Slide right into that position. At least yeah. that's what should happen. Exactly. Anyways, uh, we already mentioned it, but we'll just give it give it one one more quick mention. Number ten, Wake Forest gets dominated by Clemson again, forty-eight uh, twenty-seven. Me and Tyler were off about this one. We thought Wake was going to take it to them, yeah. even though Clemson was favored in the game. Um, one thing that I I stopped paying attention to Clemson. For a while, I after stopped, after I they pay, dropped out, I stopped paying attention to the ACC. Yeah, yeah. After, I mean, after, after, that, after that North Carolina State loss, I was like, yeah, the season's it's over. It's a bad Don't conference. Don't even think about it. Yes. Clemson it has worked yeah. their way back up to eight and three, and <laughs> are very, very, very much bowl eligible, yeah. Yeah. and will probably get back to rank this week. They'll probably be ranked I, this week. We're yeah. we're recording this ranked. on a Tuesday, so uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah. Rankings haven't come out yet, but uh, 
I would I would be shocked if Clemson wasn't ranked. They yeah. beat the number ten team in the country. Yeah. They're back up to eight and three. Um, this does eliminate again all ACC hopes for a playoff team. But uh, right. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add on this one. I don't think there was any hopes for a playoff team. Yeah, in the there ACC was there anyway. was no hope. As the- soon as Clemson has the struggles they do early on in the year, you think okay, even if Wake Forest has a good season. They're still kind of a step away for me. Right. And overall, and the conference, I've been impressed with how bad it's been. It's, I, I, it's been. I mean, normally it's just Clemson and the rest of the field. So I guess when Clemson's right. not as good, you start to see that, okay, this conference is really not it's as good. Ter- as it's think. terrible. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, good teams, like the Wake Forest team, Pittsburgh, I guess. Yeah, North Carolina's North Carolina been State. okay at times. But. North Carolina's okay. North Carolina State's pretty good. But, like, come on. This is a weak, very weak conference. Yeah. What I'll take away from this is Clemson has something to build on next year. They look much better. Their offense looked as good as it's been all season. Their offense has been terrible this season, and they kind of just woke up a little bit. So that's something to build on, I'll tell you that. Their, their run game is something to build on for sure. But, yeah, this is a lost season for Clemson, but they're starting to salvage a little bit and build for next season. That's all i got to say for them. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if I'm if i Clemson and you start off the year 3-3 three and three and win five straight, you beat a top-10 opponent, it's definitely, definitely a lot better than how you thought the season was going to go. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, let's move on to uh, – our top tens, um, like I said, before the committee releases their rankings. So this is all just me, Sam, and Tyler. This is this is how we see it as we it is. The WFUV we, rankings, we the are, ones that matter. We are playing committee right now. Um, number one, I would be shocked if any of us have anything different besides Georgia. Yeah, a UTSA. Just un- <laughs> no I'm kidding, Georgia. Come on, undefeated, right? <laughs> yeah, they are undefeated still. I'll Georgia, tell you that. Georgia for sure. Yeah. Georgia. Georgia. Okay, number yeah. two. I got Ohio State jumping up to Ohio number two. State. O- I'm with you, too. I'm yep. with you, too. We're, we're, we're all in agreement looking, right now. This is looking I good. I mean, if you just look at the last week, you see Ohio State. Obviously, we talked about how dominant that win was. And Alabama looked a little shaky. That's, a, you know, Listen, other than New Mexico State, second right. win kind of in a row where for, they've been a little shaky. So back to For back. a while now, yeah. I've had Ohio State at five. They, I, I had them behind Alabama, behind Cincinnati, and obviously behind Oregon. Welcome to the bandwagon. They, they get, they get out of Oregon's tail. They don't have to worry about Oregon anymore. Yeah. I think this team has proven to me that they should be the number two team in the mm-hmm. country. I mean, the thing is, is and we'll see what happens this week against Michigan. But if you beat Michigan State and Michigan back to back weeks, and the, and, and and the Purdue, Purdue the week before, the Purdue win, yeah. that's a, that's a yeah, that's team true. That's, I didn't even think of that. That's a ranked team that's I didn't even think the, of that. So the then two and three you look at that and you're like, how, how do you not put this team number two? I mean, yeah, how do you not do that? Yeah, yeah. completely agree. Uh, number three, Bama. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah we're in agreement I mean, there. this is. It's going smoothly so this far. Is, this is I think this smooth. is going to be exactly how the committee puts yeah. it. To I, I think I think we're going to. Uh, I think we're going to have around. one twist. Okay. Yeah, we're going to. Me, 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 and Tyler. We already talked about it. We were texting last night, but okay. uh, for Cincinnati. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Easy. Yep. Yep. Pretty. I mean, they look. Go they Bearcats. look great against against I'm SMU. So, I'm so glad they, they're in the playoffs. I'm fine. Stay at number four for me. Number yeah. five. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Nope. Michigan. So. Here's what Cheers. they do. Here is what the committee does. S- S- they uh, want to make l- this matchup against Ohio that is State very just true. a that little is, bit better. Listen, that, listen. that is true. Uh, I don't have. I think me, me and Tyler were talking about this. We got. We both have Notre Dame five, Michigan six. Right. Yeah. Michigan. Right. Has, Obviously, has I have a, Notre Dame six. So has, yeah. Just, right. So it's like Michigan hasn't played anyone this year. Their best win is Wisconsin, who Notre Dame beat even more convincingly than Michigan. Yeah. Um, and the only real team that. Michigan faced was Michigan State, Michigan State who doesn't look like a they good loss terrible. anymore. But, yeah. I mean, 
Notre Dame has figured out how to play football. They have completely turned a corner. Haven't allowed a touchdown the last three games. Touchdown they're, Jesus has arrived. They're outscoring opponents 117-9 to in the last three games. They figured out how to run the ball. Their offensive line issues are going away. Jack Cohn is figuring out Long how Long Island's to pass. finest, baby. <laughs> so the only question for Notre Dame that I have, whether or not they're going to make the playoff. Are they going to play anybody? <laughs> uh, I mean, if Georgia beats Alabama, yeah. is Notre Dame still move up above Alabama, even though they have two uh, losses? It's, so. it's, a, it's a conversation to have. It's I mean, top, I, I, to be one. honest, I think they do. Dep- I, I think Listen, they do too, a, especially after having Ohio me, State like, at number two. And Danny, I'm a Notre Dame fan as well, but I just I have trouble putting Notre Dame Listen. with the schedule that they play I above mean, an it, SEC it, team, even that, with even, two losses. Right. I think they I, will I, two loss the non conference champion. Yeah. T- yes, that is true. Notre Dame is also a non conference. This champion. is Alabama <laughs> who's played a lot tougher teams. I'll tell you this right now. If Alabama gets blown out by Georgia, Notre Dame will have that fourth spot. Yes, if it's a cl- if it's a close game, Alabama's taking that you spot. You think so? With two losses? Yes, I think so. I mean, Bama cl- playing close game against Georgia. I, I think you know how much. You, I think thing. it Sam, fully Sam. depends where Alabama gets ranked. Exactly. I think if Alabama stays at number two for then the rest they, of the year, then you guys are screwed. <laughs> then then it's then it does not look good for Notre Dame. I if don't Alabama think Alabama gets jumped by OSU. I think they will. I think with two losses, yeah, they, then they might fall from three to five or six. A yeah. a an eleven and one Notre Dame team sneaks in above a eleven and two Here, Alabama. You just gotta a, hope. Here's the thing too. I want sorry. I want to say Go this with you guys putting Notre Dame above Michigan, right? Yeah. Michigan is was nine and one. Notre Dame nine and one he- heading into this week. Michigan was obviously put above Notre Dame in in the playoffs last week. Both teams won and blew out their opponents. Right. So where you know, does you Notre know, Dame get w- the edge over Michigan? You want to know why? That's the thing. It, if, it's if the Michigan State, it's the Michigan because State I had it. Yeah, it's because I had not really really looked. But when at you combi- Michigan, when you no, Danny, when it's because combine- Danny, it's because you're a Notre Dame fan. When Let's you real. combine <laughs> that, when you combine that with the matchup against Ohio State this week, the committee sticks to where they had teams. Yeah, right, no, right, I, right. And, and, and I, I agree. That. And in the committee's ranking, it's probably going to be Michigan. It's going to be Michigan five because they're going to hype up that matchup. This is my rankings. I think Notre. Dame is a better football team than that's true. Than this is not the committee. This, this is, is this is the this rankings. is the WFU. Yes. No, this, this is the WFU yes. sports. Yes. That's fair. Rankings. Okay. All right. All right. Six. All right. So we got to five and six. Um, seven. I think we all have Oklahoma State. Yep. Yeah. After yeah. that, after that doesn't Plus, really matter. Another reason to hype up the matchup uh, against Oklahoma. I think mean a little bit. And actually, I I personally have Oklahoma at eight too, which is wild to me. I don't really have a differentiation between Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. They're both I think Big 12 teams. They're both going in with one loss know, in this yeah, game. And, and they, both, they both lost they have, to uh, an opponent. I guess Oklahoma and they both had a better loss. Oklahoma what? lost to Baylor. Yes. And right. Oklahoma State lost to Iowa State. Right. So. Who Oklahoma just beat yeah. last week. Yeah. I, yeah. I could I could understand that then. All right, I so eight what's well, their eight nine ten? It's Oklahoma. Uh, who who cares? That's yeah, that's all that really matters. <laughs> doesn't really matter. But it do, it doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. I told I'm you o- at some of these teams. Oklahoma yeah, eight, not, it's just, um, UTSA yeah. nine, and <laughs> yeah, Fordham ten. Fordham ten, exactly. Beautiful. There we go. Clemson ten. <laughs> Clemson exactly. Might have to. No. Um, but. <laughs> Moving on from the good teams, let's talk about the good players. Yes. Getting getting into Heisman again. This is mm-hmm. some of my favorite discussions that we have. It's about time. Um, I think two of the guys kind of separated themselves this weekend. It's, we've it's already, right we've now. already talked about them. Um, yeah. I think Kenneth Walker is still at three right now, but I think he's distant a distant three. three. Distant three. Yeah. Um, 
I personally have Bryce Young still at number one for me. Right. Um, even though C.J. Stroud had a great game, Bryce Young had better counting stats. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. So I mean, overall in the year, they're they're very 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 comparable. Yeah. Bryce Young just has a little bit of an edge. They're gonna be the number two and number three team in the country. So it, it's really it's pick your poison this year. I have Bryce Young. Just he just edges them out barely. Right. I have CJ Stroud personally, yep. with no surprise. I think it's, of course, super close race. It's literally it's a pick em at this point. Depends what goes on for the rest of the season. Right now, it's a pick em. Young has better counting stats, but Stroud has those, I wrote down in my counting notes, signature games. Down the stretch, when the, when the lights are brightest, CJ Stroud's played the best. Against I Michigan mean, I don't know how you can say say that Bryce Young hasn't. I mean, I last mean, last week in a close game, the dude puts up 550 passing yards and right, five right, touchdowns. Right, so but this is a that's better, a that's a pretty signature back, game. Yeah, back, but against our, I mean, it's, Arkansas, it's, who's like okay, I'll tell you this right now. It's just because I, I don't blame Bryce Young for no, um, no Alabama you, you allowing allowing Arkansas to yeah, score 40. You, you can't blame Bryce Young for that. No, that's not his fault. But I think Stroud's done a back to back weeks, stepped up his game, and he's. Yeah, as I said, he's turned it up to another level. There's been games where Bryce Young has struggled. For, for example, the LSU game. That's a big game. That's recent. Um, the loss against Texas A&M didn't play his best ball. Against Florida, didn't play phenomenal. And played okay, but, like, you know, not enough to show that he's got that Heisman in him. Obviously, that's just me making my case for C.J. Stroud. I yeah. think it's a cl- – I think listen, as I said, I think it's a pick-em mm-hmm. preference, C.J. Stroud, but I can, I, I'm totally fine if Bryce Young wins Heisman. Yeah, I'm with you, Tyler. I think it's Stroud right now, and, and, and part of my reasoning um, is I think that the kind of, like, recency bias – you know, I feel like we're – I know, you know, uh, Bryce Young had a tremendous game, so obviously right. they're, that's why they're both right. – you know, seen as neck and neck. Yeah, um, it's a two-man race, and it makes point. like these games even more important. But I expect Stroud, and we're going to talk about the big game, obviously Michigan mm-hmm. and Ohio State coming up. I expect him to have another massive game. It helps when he has a deep wide receiving core, like we talked about. That plays a big Phenomenal. role. I mean, Alabama does as well, so yeah. that's why I'm like convincing myself one way and then the other. It's such a right. close matchup have- between these two players. But I, I lean towards Stroud because I think. Those numbers were recognizable more from the jump. First half, five times. I mean, it was just off the jump, like, holy yeah. cow. And Bryce Young almost quietly had an five unbelievable game. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think the game, Michigan State-Ohio State, was a little bit more important than that well, Alabama-Arkansas game. And then this game, obviously this week, against Michigan, that yeah. is a much more that's a, that's a much better opponent than Auburn is. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I mean, on paper, these two are just yeah. If, oh, if, you, if you look at them, yeah. Bryce Young, three thousand five hundred eighty-four passing yards. C.J. Stroud, three thousand four hundred sixty-eight. Yeah. Right. Bryce Young, seventy-one point seven percent completion percentage. C.J. Stroud, seventy-one point one. Yeah. Bryce Young, thirty-eight touchdowns. C.J. Stroud, thirty-six. Bryce Young, three interceptions. C.J. Stroud, five. Right. I mean, to they're, listen, they're so close on they're paper. They're so it's neck on neck. Funny. It's crazy. Like to me, the thing is. Bryce Young, all right, I guess Bryce Young's been consistently good through the whole season. C.J. Shroud, as a redshirt freshman, is taking his lumps, leaps and bounds, improved throughout the season, and right now he's playing the best ball of any player in college football. So, yeah, I mean, 
and then we both agree that Kenneth Walker is our yes. decent third. I, yeah. I would have Kenneth Walker at three. You yeah. still yeah. still have a great season, even though a bad I w- week. I want to throw week. Kenny Pickett's name out there. Oh, too, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I was gonna year. say. Give Pick- him some credit. I didn't credit re- where credits do. I wrote Pickett yeah. in my we last week. We talked about Kenny Pickett yeah. last yeah. week. I talked about. I mean, he's just overshadowed by exactly weak conference. Not really that much competition. Yeah, but his counting stats. There's no way he wins it, but I. It's 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 nice to have his name. His counting stats are def. His counting stats are definitely on par with these guys like Stroud, and. I'm going to give, not a case, but like just a little bit of love to uh, Will Anderson, Alabama edge rusher. He has 13 sacks, 78 tackles, and 22 and a half tackles for loss. He's the best defensive player in the SEC, I'd say, confidently. He's a sophomore. He's been over, phenomenal. Over Davis? Yeah. I mean, Ooh. just the edge rusher. I just give that a little bit of an edge. Davis is phenomenal, but like that. Well, whole... we'll see him both in a couple yeah. weeks. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying, I mean,. Listen, in any other year, like where it's like a, as I said it in my notes, if it's a weaker class, weaker Heisman class, then he has a case. Yeah. This year, no, he doesn't have a case, but he's been phenomenal and deserves a little bit of love. I actually so, yeah. think this is this is one of the weaker Heisman classes. You think so? I think I think this is a three-headed there, there monster. I don't know, man. Uh, there's I think there's outside two of, guys yeah. that are kind of. Yeah. There and then there's everyone else. Yeah. And in, in other years, I, there, I mean, there's been Heisman class. there's been one guy. It's better than last has, year's, I think. Yeah. Devontae well, Smith. Well, I mean, Devontae Smith had an incredible year. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like that wasn't like. But no, nah, I I think when there have been years where it's one guy in the field. So like 2019, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Exactly. Yeah. This year, at least, it's two guys. I yeah. think that makes yeah. it a and little bit deeper. Before than this week, it was three guys. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah it's I still just, a race. I just think comparatively, these two are having much weaker seasons. I get oh, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I get yeah, that. But, yeah, but yeah, definitely. That that I mean. It's it's Devonte Smith plays this year. He's he's winning the Heisman yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, if Jalen Waddle doesn't hurt, get hurt, Devonte Smith doesn't touch the Heisman uh, last year. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. The better receiver of the two. I'm just saying. Well, All right. Well, uh, let's let's move on to next week's games. Um, yeah. Before we get in, we I think we all have three games that are circled. At least me and Tyler have three. Sam I Sam two. has two. I have two. Um, mm-hmm. but a couple sneaky good games that we got going on. Thursday night, we talked about it. Um, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Yep, that's a game um, I want to talk about. Thanksgiving game. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it that much. It's who cares? <laughs> I just want to. I just want to <laughs> mention that it's going to be very high scoring. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think they always play on Thanksgiving, right? Uh, I think so. I'm not sure. Or maybe it's. I don't know. Uh, they, they always play either Thursday. They, sometimes they play on Friday too. I, I know yeah, that's really. like. One I know. Of the few, I know it's a. It's a weekday. It's one of the yeah. few like college football games. That but you'll uh, find. I think yeah. Ole Miss wins this one probably around a score forty eight. 35, no. somewhere in there, or Ole Miss wins by two. It should be a good game, I should will be, say that. should be I, a good I, game, I, no yeah. playoff implication. Nope. No. At this point, I don't really care. It's two top 25 teams, so right. i got to mention it. And a rivalry and, uh, game. And a rivalry game. I, yeah, I think it's going to be extremely high scoring. I think my prediction, Ole Miss does win that game. Even though Mississippi State's favored, I think it's going to be crazy high scoring. I said 59-45 Ole Miss. Wow. Yeah. Um. Another another game. I feel like we got to mention Penn State, Michigan State. Yeah. Penn State yeah. has kind of fallen off. They're still seven and four, but Michigan State should still be ranked probably top twenty, top fifteen, maybe. Yeah. They'll probably be like eighteen. Um. Yeah. I think this is going to be Big Ten. Big Ten defense run the ball. I got twenty one seventeen. Penn State beats. Michigan State. I think Michigan State is down on themselves right now. Penn State's going to come. James Franklin is fighting to stay at Penn State right now. I mean, Penn State. I like. A, I like Penn State. In Penn this State one. is the road favorite, and this game on the ABC. It's going to be. I mean, listen. I mean, I'm not very excited for this game just because I would have been way more excited if both teams were 
on Good. you know trending up. Yeah, but, you know it's really just blah. it's it's gonna be a big time game. I'd say like twenty four twenty one. Yeah, State. I think it's a, it's a sneaky good game. Sneaky good o- game? outside of the other games. That what we're time is this about. game at? Three thirty p.m. on uh, see, a Saturday. See. I mean, that is gonna what be. What is the other is, game at three thirty? The other game at three thirty. Alabama Auburn. Yes, indeed. I think that is a good game that I am going to be watching. Yeah, let's sure. let's talk about that right now. The Iron Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Always a fun. One. Oh, always this a classic. year at at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Ever uh, since the can, can we get another Chris Davis? Ever since the play? kick Ooh. six. Ever since that, I've been like, oh my goodness, I've been drawn to this game. It's I just so fun. because you know something crazy could something happen. Wild's gonna happen. Um, yeah. and it's a rivalry game. You know, who cares how? good Alabama is or how not so good Auburn is or, or like, wherever. This is, an, oh, this is an okay Auburn Yeah, it, it's an okay team, but I'm just saying in general throughout the years, oh, no yeah. matter where these teams stand, it always seems to be at least an exciting environment and at least a good game oh, for a phenom- typically the whole game, sometimes a half. But They hate each other. Exactly. These teams yeah. despise each other, so it's going to be f- And Alabama's played a number of close games that we just talked about against mm-hmm. Arkansas, against LSU. Auburn, Auburn could catch them slipping. And, yeah. Alabama right now is favored by 19 and a half oh. on the road. I, I'm taking Auburn spread. <laughs> I, it's going to be a closer game than that. I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. I have 42-38 Bama. Ooh. I think Bama Ooh. still wins. I have a similar prediction, but, yeah. But I think it's a lot closer than what people are expecting. I don't think it's that close, really, to be honest. I give... I give Alabama victory. I'll say ten points. I think Alabama wins by ten points. I mean that's close, which is still underneath the spread, obviously. Yeah, but I don't think me, it's yeah. as close as Danny's saying here. I think Alabama will Let's, be in control for most talk, of the game. You talking high scoring, low scoring? Um, think? I think pretty high scoring. I would say. I, I think these ten these points. rivalry games, these big games, can get a little crazy, and I think yeah. this one very well might, especially on the road in Auburn. So I expect that. a high scoring game. I think ten point victory for Alabama. Um, for me, I think Alabama will be in control most of the game, but there will be a couple of moments here where you think, oh, you know, Auburn can sneak back into it. But overall, talent was, I mean, Alabama is just Tal- obviously yeah, talent, far and away a much better out. team. Yeah. And, and, and that's what's going to happen here. Yeah. So would I say like a 45 35? Yeah, I'll okay. say that. Yeah. That's, that's... Uh, 45. It's gonna be high scoring. So yeah, it's okay. Be high scoring. Okay, you convinced me. All <laughs> yeah, right. It's gonna be high scoring. Uh, watch it be like twenty one, like seventeen, <laughs> and we're all gonna look like absolute idiots. Yep, yep, yep. I, as I said, I have a pretty similar prediction to both of you guys. Uh, Auburn covers the spread. It's gonna be a closer game than people expect, but I think Alabama wins forty nine thirty eight. Bama's offense is gonna show up. It's a matter of if their defense is gonna show up, and I don't think they do, but I think they do enough to neutralize. Uh, Actually, not even neutralize Auburn. I think Bo Nix makes a stupid mistake or two. That's more like it. So, yeah, it's going to be a closer game than people expect, but Alabama will win this game. Yeah, let's move on. Game of the week, the big one. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, who we have at number two. Michigan, who will either be five or six, most likely five, uh, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have Ohio State just murdering them. I don't think this one's going to be close. It's not going it, to be close. The spread no. is is. Eight points in favor of Ohio State. That's that's not as much as I expected. Vegas is begging people to take Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins by at least three scores. My my score prediction, prediction, 42-17, Ohio State rolls in this one. 
I think Michigan is very much overrated oh, this heavily. year. Oh, my God, so overrated. I, I, think, I think Ohio State's going to take it to them, and Jim Harbaugh is, is left crying once again. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Sam, as you said about this past weekend, uh, Ohio State-Michigan State, you had to turn the game off at halftime. Yeah. Same story this week. I'll tell Ooh. you that right now. Ooh. Same story. Uh, Ohio State is going to get off the hot start. That's going to take a lot because this is an this is a very exciting. Game. Oh yeah, it's going to be time rivalry. It's so. going to be exciting for me. It's going to take a lot it's to turn be, off the television. Tyler has convinced me that Ohio State is good. Yeah, and I've convinced myself that Michigan is bad. So <laughs> exactly. I, I think <laughs> I, mean. I think Ohio State is just going to. Uh, t- they're going to give them the business. Yeah, D- Daddy was being a little nice on his prediction. I'll tell you that because I say this game is not even going to be as close as that. Uh. Ohio State, I think this game is where they get to establish their run game even more than they did against the Michigan State game. I think they just run just run a lot more and just run over um, this Michigan team. 56-24, Ohio State. Wow. Give me that score. Wow. So I think eight points is um, – I think Ohio State will definitely win and cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be surprised if the game is that close. Yeah, um, close. But I'm not going to say it's as much of a blowout as you guys. It's a rivalry game, just like we talked about with Alabama-Auburn. You never know. Michigan-Ohio State, it's still another rivalry game. You don't really know what's going to happen. Ohio State coming off a big win. You know, I don't know how that will, will go. They could either take it. I think they will take it as, listen, they had the whole second half to think about Michigan. They prepped for them all week. They won't have to worry about getting up for this game because it's a big-time rivalry game. So they'll already be, you know, super into this matchup and excited. And I think that's why I I do see Ohio State winning very easily. I don't think this is a close game at any really sort of the game. It ain't going to look But I'll say 35-17. I'll keep it a little bit closer than you guys did. Wow. Just a little bit. You expect the Michigan's defense to somewhat show up? Not too much. Uh, Yeah, I I really don't. I don't know. I I think Ohio (laughs) State very well could blow them out. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I think this game and the rivalry coming into it will have a little bit more meaning and make it. I'm part of this too is wishful thinking. I don't want this game to be an absolute blowout. I would yeah. like this game to be close because I want to watch this game and enjoy yeah. it. So maybe it's a little bit of wishful thinking. Even thirty-five seventeen, not very close. Yeah, no, so I think I Ohio State will win this, fairly easy. This rivalry has just turned into a beatdown. Yeah. Ohio State has. Since 2000, Ohio State's gone 17 and three against Michigan, yeah. Yeah. and I think it's gonna be 18 and three after Saturday. Yep. Yep. All right, last one that we want to talk about, and uh, Sam, you were not very thrilled about this game. No, I think no. I think this one is going to be a very fun game. It's, oh, it's I agree. Later Listen, on, later myself? on in the day, you well, can explain yourself. Well, we gotta sure. get to the game first. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, get to the game first. My bad. My bad. Dude. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State yeah. rivalry game. It. I personally think it has playoff implications. If if Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, then um, I mean, there's a chance they could jump jump the Fighting Irish. So, I, yeah. I just don't think either of these teams are very good. To really? be honest, Oklahoma I, is not a good team. No, and that's been, uh, that's yeah, been do- I think we, we've documented that on the podcast. I think this game, <laughs> I, I I think this game think... will be close, showing that I think it's gonna be close. by default, if Oklahoma's not a very good team and it's a, it's a fight to the death between them and Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State's probably not that good either. I mean, I know they only have one loss. It's kind of maybe a fluke and, loss. And you it, was can a, call it was a road loss where yeah, they're underdogs. It was a road loss, and obviously this is their season, so this is going to be uh, an incredible – I, I, I want to say I think it, it, it will be a good game. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think this game will yeah. be close. It will be a good game. I think we've talked about it. I think there's about six teams that are better than everyone else this year. I right. think that was all our top well, sixes. Well, here's the thing, too, is, is the committee loves Notre Dame. They do. 
I, I will admit this. They they love Notre Dame. No matter but who Notre Dame plays, I don't they think like Notre Dame is a bad team. By no, any I don't. Means I'm not they, saying they're, they're a bad better, team. They're better than I thought. That that's but but my point is is that I don't see them. You know, Getting unless Oklahoma State absolutely blows out Oklahoma, and, and then, then and, and then, then like Notre Dame plays a close game, yeah. and Michigan loses, and then maybe. But, but even I'm then, saying, I would be surprised. A, a one-loss conference champion out of either one of these, who I value the exact same, and, and a Power 5 conference nonetheless. The Big mm-hmm. 12 is still still a Power 5 conference, even though it's a little bit weaker this year. I mean, right now, if Oklahoma State is 7, and they blow out Oklahoma, or not, they don't even have to blow them out. Let's just say they win by a touchdown. And then they go into the Big 12 championship, and I don't even know who they're going to be playing. Some some terrible team. They're going to blow is them Baylor out. Baylor in the same side as Emory? I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't, don't really pay no, attention. Don't, don't know. Don't care. They, they might play much. Baylor. And, and what kind of win is that? I mean, that's like okay. Baylor's a good team. Baylor's, Baylor's, Baylor's good, team. good. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, you know, it's still a one-loss Power Five conference champion. I think the committee likes that more than they like an 11 and one Notre Dame. I don't know. I just think I'm seeing the way the rankings have been throughout the season, and the committee stays consistent. And Notre Dame has always been above Oklahoma State. Notre, uh, the committee also doesn't like Oklahoma. I think they saw that they, they hate, were a they bad team Oklahoma. anyway. They were undefeated, and they put them way toward, not even close they to the top eight. four. They put them in eight. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, that shows that I think they they believe that Notre Dame is a better team, um, and, and I think even that's going to show yeah. uh, in this one. Yeah, so I've been pretty high on Oklahoma State all year. Uh, you can ask Greg where. But, like, I do think Oklahoma State wins this, but it's going to be a close game. My prediction is 38-34 Oklahoma State. Yeah, I have a 24-21 Oklahoma oh, State. A little bit of a low-scoring game. I think, I mean, I think it's are, a little bit of a low-scoring don't score. give up many points. So, yeah, that's a good prediction. I I'll, like take, I'll take 28-24, and I'll take Oklahoma State winning as well. All right. Close all game. Right. A little sweep, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us, guys. Fun episode. Yes. Fun regular season. Uh, this was College Gridiron. I am Danny Scott for Sam Davis and Tyler Who. Have a good one.